You've been listening to Flat Black Plastic on MutinyRadio.fm or all the sound you hear is from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. 
when Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio. That is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamylicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son. Subliminal 
ISF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Meet New Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So My light is sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. That's how this refrain goes. Come on, join in. Everybody, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Yes, it is, girl. <laughs> it's the House of Pride show, episode 127. How do you keep count after like 100, girl? I, I wouldn't have even gotten that far. <laughs> girl, I don't know. Don't test me. <laughs> I'm your host, Rita Turner, my lovely and beautiful co-host, Pearl T. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a question for us, call us 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Well, it's another episode, Pearl T's. How are you? Fabulous, girl. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing good. We're celebrating the 60s today because we have a couple of 60-themed parties going on in San Francisco this week. That's right up your alley, girl. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's get right into it. It's going to be a full house here at House of Pride Radio. Um, am I, can anyone hear me out there? <laughs> I, I think, think so, girl. All right. I can barely hear myself. Uh, let's start things off. We have a fabulous guest sitting with us. Uh, she is from the girl group entitled The Devil Etz. And um, we want to welcome to the House of Pride show the one and only Sweet, Sweet Tart. Hi. Hey, girl. What's going on? How are you? I'm great. Loving life. I'm so happy to be here. Well, cool. welcome. Thank you. So, Tweeka said you're from a girl group. What kind of girl group is this? So, the Devilettes are a 1960s style synchronized go go dance troupe. All right. Yes. Oh, how fierce is that? I've seen you guys perform. And uh, tell us about how big your, your troupe is. So, we vary. At our largest, we're about 18 girls. Wow. Uh, occasionally, we shrink down to about eight, depending on who's available to do a show. But um, we are a very large tribe. Well, you guys, like, all 18 go and do, like, one gig together? Yeah. That's it insane. can get a little squished on stages, but, you know, the more fringe, the better. And it's choreographed and costumed? Yes, absolutely. Who does your choreo choreography and costumes? So our artistic director, Baby Doe, does all of our choreography. Uh, we kind of design costumes by committee, and we have uh, them professionally made for us. Okay, and how long have you been with the troupe? I am new to being with the troupe formally. I've been dancing with the Devilettes for about a year and a half now. 
Uh-huh. Oh. Awesome. How, how long have they been around? 20 years. Oh, I didn't years. realize that. Well, yes. quite a history there. Now, folks listening to us right now, you can go check them out in real time while you're listening to us at, on Facebook. And do they have a on website? On Facebook, we are The Devilettes. Our website is thedevilettes.com. We're also on Instagram. And now there's a hyphen between devil and ets. That is correct. So just so you guys don't get confused. But always the. If you just search for devilettes, then you get like a high school cheerleading troop in, I think, <laughs> Arizona or something. Oh, so you have to put the in front of it. Yes, yes. The devilettes. The, the one and only. Yes. Uh, the, premier, the original. The, yes, the uh, original uh, troupe, the Devilettes. And they, they rock it out to all sorts of songs, um, such as? Uh, pretty much anything that inspires us from the 60s or has a real kind of retro rock and roll feel. We love dancing to Elvis and Nancy Sinatra. Um, we have a great number that we're very excited about to Devil in, the, Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, we have a Ramones number that is really, really fun and... and uh, Pretty much anything that makes us want to do the twist. Amen. You keep saying you got something for me. All right, all right. So you have something for us. Uh, <laughs> when is your I next? I got a whole lot of something oh, for you. Yes, indeed. Right. When is your next uh, performance where we can see you? So we will be at Ain't Your Mama's Drag Show on Friday night at Balançoire. Awesome. Balançoire Pearl, where is that again? Balançoire is 2565 Mission Street, right in between 21st and 22nd on Mission. Awesome. So well rehearsed. Wow, she knows her <laughs> stuff. She knows her. Uh, she knows her, her venues. venues. Yes. Yeah, girl. Uh, this is Cruising Deleuze show. It's called. Uh, it's it's a free show. There's no cover, believe it or not. No cover and all ages. Yes. So six to sixty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tweeka, do you DJ that that party? Uh, yes. I, I toss it off between me and Tia Dora. She's DJing this weekend. Oh. I have to DJ on a boat. Girl, I'm still waiting on those tickets. Girl, I, I you know they're the very corporate over there I'll see if they don't give yeah I'll try uh -huh. I'll, I'll keep trying for right. if anyone's gonna get a pair of free tickets Pearl teases right I've been asking for years you guys <laughs> <laughs> anyway so how long what is your background in dance uh, I've actually been dancing almost since I could walk uh, my first pair of heels was my first pair of tap shoes when I was eight years old um, so I studied um, ballet since I was six until I was 18 and realized that that was a really stupid dream and <laughs> what was it that that was the you know the hurdle between your aspirations as a ballet dancer um my height how, how, how? I, like everything I couldn't change about myself was what keep was keeping <laughs> me from being a professional <laughs> ballerina. <laughs> I, I imagine the, the the standards are pretty high up there for. Yeah, well, the trouble is if you're tall as a ballerina, then you're too tall to dance with the boys, so they don't want you. And they're that strict about that kind of. Oh thing. yes. Oh god. Okay, so yeah. what did you? Where did you go from there then? Uh, so. Um, I briefly gave up on dance, and it was all very dramatic, hand to the forehead, wistful, awfulness, <laughs> uh, and moved to the Bay Area and was introduced to a whole new world of performance. Uh, so, Yes, indeed, Pearl Tees. Right, and then th is that how you got into go-going? 
Or how did you get into going if that's not? Yeah. <laughs> like, <how> was <laughs> what, what was the first genre did you get into when you moved here? Was it performance art per se? Or? Um, it w- <clears throat> it was the other kind of go-go dance. Oh, well, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, are you talking burlesque? Because we nah, love... It doesn't sound like no, no. Be, before burlesque, it was just the sexy girl on a box. Oh, go-go <laughs> box dancer. Yes. I love that. That's, <laughs> that's my fantasy. I would have. I would love to be... A, I, well, it's I'm too late sure now. But. <laughs> it was good fun. It was terrible money, but the drinks were always free. Amen. Oh, girl, I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So what, now there's a few different go-go troops in the city. Why did you decide to choose, I don't know if you guys auditioned for the Devilettes? Uh, Yes, I did audition. Uh, So the Devilettes is the only troop in America that does what we do, which is choreographed, synchronized 60s-style go-go. Mm-hmm. Um, any other kind of go-go troupe that you see, they're more—they're uh, either completely freestyle or it's, yeah. it's much more modern, and we spend a lot of time actually researching and paying attention to what the original moves were when go-go was brought about in the 60s, because it's really important mm-hmm. to us that it is a uniquely American art form, and we are really putting a lot of effort into keeping it alive. So how many, how many 60s dances are there that were popular is it do you have them all like oh my gosh there's a nearly infinite number um from the extremely silly dances that just mimic like animal movements the monkey and the mouse and the fish and um all of these very very silly things to uh things that you think of as more classic 60s dances like the twist and the mashed potato Uh but it the list goes on for miles do you guys try to cover most of those or do you have a set favorite group of 60s dances have moves that we do more than others but we it's I mean it's such a broad uh you know sort of buffet of of things to pick from that it's it's really fun to mix and match everything together and then come up with our own crap (laughs) a salad bar of goodness yeah (laughs) go go goodness so why did you choose the devilettes I had been watching the Devilettes perform at, you know, rock clubs and and burlesque shows for years. Um, They actually hadn't held auditions for seven years, and they finally decided that it was time to bring in some new blood. Uh, And I thought, I think that might be what I need right about now. I love it. And it was just a perfect fit. Awesome. Let's take a short musical break. Pay homage to 60s dances with the Watusi. Yes.
The Devil Let's Do Sound Fun. Let's bring in our other guest, Pearl Tees. All right. So in the house, we also have Miss Hollywood. Welcome. What up? And her friend, <laughs> Kitty. Welcome, Kitty. Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what all do you all right. think of this Devil Let's 60s fun? I think I want to watch it. Right. It's be groovy. Right. And by watch, I mean touch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get up close and I don't personal. Think, I don't think Sweetheart does that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with 18, with 18 go-go dancers. Looks are free, uh, but feels are going to cost you. <laughs> you it's, it is a, I, I would think with 18 dancers on the floor, you're going to have table dances very close to you this Friday at Balance War. Right. The fringe will fly. Hello. It's going to be like a car wash. You guys are going to be there. Uh, I think on Friday there's 10 of us. That is sickening. Yeah. Well, 10, plus 10 girls serving it. Girl 60 style. Now how um, is there like a is there like a lead devil ed or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> How much drama do, do you guys have in your group? You know, the infighting? Uh, <laughs> very little. We are we are very much a, a sorority. Um, we all we're like sisters. Sometimes we disagree and we squabble, but ultimately at the end of the day, we all love each other and we all do this because it's a true labor of love for us. So no one's pining for more attention. When no, it's <laughs> you know it, it's hard to be the standout when there's you know 18 people yeah. on stage. <laughs> so who manages it then? So. Our our artistic director is Baby Doe. Oh, she, great, she, great she, she hey, is. Baby Doe, yes. shout out. Yeah, hey, Baby Doe. Uh, so she incepted the group, and it was, and she does almost all of our choreography, and she really drives she the vision. The beginning. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That is so cool to have someone with that much hands-on. Yeah, it's, it's really inspiring because she has a very clear, very strong vision, and she just pushes straight for it. Well, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, what was the, that you said was originated in San Francisco, was it a 60s dance? The Swim. I did not know that. Yes. And there is a Bobby Freeman song called Swim, S-W-I-M, with, like, hyphens, and uh, there's a lyric in it, and he says, San Francisco did it. It made the whole town swing. And oh, then awesome. he talks about and doing the swim. If you were to describe to our listening audience how that uh, is executed. How I'm it, assuming it looks like you're swimming, girl. It looks <laughs> a little bit like you might be swimming, yeah. <laughs> One arm in front, the other arm in front. And then you can do a backstroke. The backstroke, yes. Is that by the same... That's it's it's all kind of the same idea. It's all the, the swim uh -huh. moves and, you know, a dive and, Ooh, and the, wow, the so hold your nose and do the snorkel. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I can't get enough. Wow, this is fabulous. So um, besides Balançoire, do you have a full agenda of, of like sort of like a tour? Yeah, so we are actually, we are wrapping up our season. Uh, we just headlined the Texas Burlesque Festival in Austin. We just returned from that, which was an, an absolute blast. We loved doing it. And then uh, we have Balance Bar on Friday. And then later this month, we are performing at the Uptown Cabaret in Oakland. Oh. 
I think this is so exciting. I love 60s music and the 60s vibe. So I'm so glad you had um, some time to come on our show. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. And um, let's say it's the beginning of a relationship with us here at House of Pride. Is this the start of a beautiful friendship? Just the start of it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll wear some flowers in our hair next time you guys come on over. Uh, Just iterate one more time your website. The Devilettes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are The Devilettes. Uh, on Instagram, also The Devilettes. And our website is thedevilettes.com. Awesome. Let's have a nice round of applause. Yeah. Uh, we thanks, the everybody. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> We're back, House of Pride Radio. How are you doing, Pearl Tees? Fabulous. How are you doing? You know I love the 1960s. Yes, you do. Mm. <laughs> anything before <laughs> the 80s, I swear, is up your alley. I know, it really is. It's, it's so strange. Um, I got this, anything before the 70s, more like it. I do like s- disco music, too. That, w- that was a fun decade, all that glitter and sparkly stuff. Mm, I wasn't around for all that. I barely was myself, but I can appreciate retro music. <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> 80s was my, my time, and I was never into the 80s. If yours, your 90s were... Well, I was born at the end of the 80s. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I grew up listening to a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, 80s, a lot of people love the 80s, but mm-hmm. really my thing was before my time. What, what can you say? Anyways, uh, that was the Double Let's. Folks, be sure to check them out. DoubleLets.com. Uh, yes, indeed. We're talking with Hollywood and Kitty. Welcome, ladies. Hey. 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 Hello. So, <laughs> so, Hollywood, I saw you perform last Friday for the first time ever at, at <laughs> yeah. another Balançoire event. Uh, the last. It was 80s themed. 80s themed, Speaking right. The 80s. That, again, that was cru- Cruzan's going through the, these <laughs> themes. She's going to be calling us again, Cruzan Delu. Uh, and then if anyone else wants to call us, 415 550. Don't be shy. I have to check to see if that 1978 phone is actually working. Right. (laughs) Please do. Uh, Now, what kind of performance do you do? Yes, do tell. All. All. (laughs) (laughs) I think Hollywood would. (laughs) Do I seem nervous? Uh, Are you a a drag entertainer as well? Um, I just kind of mix it up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I do whatever, whenever. What song did you choose last week? I did two. I did uh, Joan Jett, Bad Reputation, and Come On Eileen. That's right, but not the Dixie Riders No, version. I did a cover, uh, Save Ferris, a little ska band. Mm-hmm. The hot lady lead. Right. How long have you been performing for? Since, well, pretty much my whole life. But I've been uh, doing weirder shit since like 2008. What do you mean weirder? You can say it's just gotten a lot weirder since weird. then. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> like on 420, I did a show where I pulled the lollipop out of my vag. What, what flavor was it? It was the kind that are like, <laughs> yeah, batch, batch pop. Um, rainbow flavored. It, yeah, it was actually rainbow. It looks like a unicorn horn, you know those. Oh, I love those. those yeah, very yeah. tasty. Yeah. Sweet. So it's, it's more like <laughs> soma type art. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Good one, Pearl. <laughs> yes, it's, so, it's south, way yeah. south. Yes, girl. <laughs> south of Marquette. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> So you're part Native American, you told me last I week. Am. I found that you very interesting. Memory. Yes. Well, it's you're very fair-skinned and you have light yeah. eyes. So how does all that mix in? You're not only Native American. Right. You know. I'm a mutt. You're a mutt. So but what? But I just have my Native tribal membership cards. Are you down so with the tribe? Yes. Okay. And yeah. we're talking about wh- which tribe? I'm from the Choctaw Nation. Based in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's where they made us move, <laughs> you know? Were you, were they all over the, the what, you know? I have a lot of family in Bakersfield. Oh, so Cali- West Coast. Which is like West. the Oklahoma of California. Okay. <laughs> well, how did you start getting into, like, drag-type performances? Um, well, I've always been weird, but I uh, modeled for... Uh, this event called nude it's in tulsa oklahoma every year and it's just like a kink uh-huh. variety weirdness art show uh-huh. is that a thriving artsy town would you um say? tulsa's the most artsy town in oklahoma <laughs> it's the best of the of what they have there <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> <much>. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah yeah so i modeled for that and then some burlesque dancers caught caught a glimpse of me and kind of forced me to do their show. <laughs> burlesque? Yeah. You burlesque? Yeah. That is cool. How long have you been doing burlesque for? Um, that was 2008, I believe. Okay. So that would be... There's actually... Do you do burlesque math. in San Francisco? There's a yeah. couple of uh, troops. I kind of did the other day, too. Yeah. Uh, burlesque I mean, I took is so different off. from drag. When I f- did my first variety show with burlesque dancers, I, I had met girls that had been doing dr- uh, burlesque for like six years and they were like oh yeah I'm still a baby I've only been doing this for six years and I'm like girl six years and that's a baby I've been doing drag for about that amount of time and I don't consider myself a baby yeah. so it's very different it's a different groove yeah. altogether it's um, a very different scene have you ever tried it Pearl? Burlesque now boo alright mm-hmm. oh, ah yeah. come on now that you're growing some girls <laughs> right now you know. I'll wait until I actually have them I see them right now right but they're not where they're supposed to be okay they're, look- <laughs> they're looking pretty good to me well I, I think when I do get mine's even when I do drag, like, I'm not going to be one of these queens that go out and, like, pasties. And oh, yeah. They'll be for, like, my special men. Yeah. Are you, know. you going to get argumented in with some silicone? Argumented? What is, yeah. Breast augmentation? Yes, <laughs> I am. You are? How big are you thinking? We are off topic, Tweeka. <laughs> You're already teasing my pearl, I must well, say. Yeah. <laughs> are you... Are you a Big dreamer or mid-sized dreamer? We'll go with whatever the doctor tells me to. Yeah, because uh, let me just say what's happening to you now, you're gorgeous. It's 
totally working. Thank you. And um, everything looks natural, and you really are, you're, you're making it happen. You're so sweet. It's true, though. But we do have a guest weekend. I know. It's all, it's all related. <laughs> it it's all, it's all it good. It all comes back around. Um, yeah. So this it's guest interesting. Loves titties, so. So, I talk about know. that all so, day. Right, <laughs> I, I haven't right. forgotten about it. I'm actually we're coming around. We're sleeping around here. It's I, all right. It's all right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I understand distractions. Right. Um, girl. Um, Hollywood. So last week, um, you had mentioned that, um, you know, uh, you recently moved back to the Bay Area. Kind of. And because you had some unfortunate happenings in Oklahoma where your bus that you were living in burned down, unfortunately, in somebody's driveway. (laughs) Yes. Um, She lived in a a bus. Did you lose a lot of, like, that is so cool. Artistic Thanks. materials yes. like costumes. Yes, and music. everything. So it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I saved my dog and my friend, so. And your life. Yeah. Some electrical something. Who uh, knows, really? It's like you're uh, starting yeah. from from the, the ashes, yeah. building back up. Yeah, something like that. Your phoenix. <laughs> That's what I hear. Phoenix <laughs> rising from the ashes. That's what I hear. So Kitty... She brought Hollywood brought along her friend Kitty, who works at the Little Boxes Theater. How long have you? I'm sorry. Yes, it's true. How long have you been there? Um, we have started it from ground zero. Uh, oh wow! About two and a half years ago, it was a raw space uh, that we found on Craigslist, a one-liner, and uh, no, no photos, no, no frills, nothing, pigeon shit basically. Um, <laughs> no, there were pigeons living in there. <laughs> I believe And uh, now we've made it into um, kind of a underground renegade theater, art space, um, event space, rehearsal space, workshops. Love the, it. the Devilettes actually rehearsed there um, uh-huh. back in August. I've been so busy that I, I forgot uh-huh. how much has gone on <laughs> just since August. Um, and what else? Um, every last Friday we have a, a thing called Project Open Box, which uh-huh. is a kind of like an art salon slash open mic variety show. You That's can cool. do whatever you want. What time does that start on? Um, it's Bay Area time. Sometimes eight, mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. nine. Whenever people decide to show up. <laughs> Where is this art space located? Yeah, um, Little Boxes Theater um, is located at uh, 1661 Tennessee Street and Cesar Chavez, Cross Street 3rd. So, you know, just like a s- little skip jump over the hill there. Now, is is opening up like an art creative space something you've always kind of wanted to do? Or how did you get into it? Um... It's definitely very altruistic, little socialist uh, experiment for the broke artists of, you know, of the yeah. Bay. Yeah. Um, knowing that so many places closed down and I mean, kind of getting lucky. Can artists afford to live here anymore and, uh, right. and make art? I, mm-hmm. Not yeah. that's the only thing I, they're doing, bro. <laughs> have you noticed a kind of like a stressed population hugely mm-hmm. yeah, yeah hugely is but it coming out in some of the new productions um that's a good question um a little bit a little bit i mean but it, it, the stressful situation i think has also encouraged people to create more in some ways like because they have all of this shit that sorry 
no, girl, I shouldn't swear. Mm -hmm. oh, no, you can't shit hear. that they're going through <laughs> that they need to express and and get out, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah. so, if they if they actually have the the time to do it in between their day job, night job, and whatever else on the side jobs, <laughs> like <laughs> they right, right. they find you, themselves. What do you guys do for funding to pay for this space? Uh, yeah what do we do for funding <laughs> um that's a good question we we do a lot of um photo shoots and workshops for photos and um pretty crazy shit like there i go again saying shit <laughs> um uh we'll cover our whole studio in holly uh, holly powder um uh flower or we have our indoor rain machine um mud paint crazy Spark. food fights metal sparks uh pie throwing in the face oh, <laughs> photo wow. shoots uh hollywood Weird was there <laughs> and yeah uh events and things like that that we can have fundraising um just opportunities just yeah. this that the other like now, where online can our listeners check out them online sure sure um definitely we have a facebook page little boxes theater theater with an er not an re right um, <laughs> and there's wordpress and instagram and yada yada you know um so awesome. yeah we're not we're not totally uh completely underground there's there's some stuff out there you can find us you can stalk us well, you guys check them out. Little Boxes Theater right on Tennessee Street near Cesar Chavez. And, girl, if you need spaces, they, she told me the prices earlier. They were amazing. Rent so. that Thank shit. You. Thank you. It's kind of like 60s prices and all the love is right. there. So. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a rarity in this <laughs> ever-changing city. Thank you so much for coming on. I would love to have you guys come back uh, and, you know, give us... Um, you know, PRing some of the oh, upcoming events. Thank you. Yeah, this Friday I'm uh, hosting Red Hot's Burlesque at Beatbox. So yes! Come Burlesque. laugh at my dad jokes. <laughs> Fabulous. And now the Beatbox is Brian. One, Brian Kent, our friend, is yeah. one of the owners. And that's, uh, w do you know the address of that? Um, it's right. 11th and Folsom, I think, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. yeah, that, that sounds like a great show. 11th Street. Do people just show up for that one at the door? Yeah. Awesome. Showtime is yeah, uh, showtime is at eight. Doors are at seven. You could probably pre-sale tickets too. Yes, you can buy pre-sale at partyearth.com slash red hot burlesque. Fabulous. Shout out to Dottie. You the heard it here. Queen B. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we're gonna take a short musical break. We're gonna listen to Sheena Rose's uh, new song. Uh, she she released part one about a month ago. Now part two is out this Friday. Sickening girl. She's already doing fabulous. She's already made Billboard. Well, right? not Billboard, but like Mass Pool, Starfleet, um, yes. and DJ Top Tens all over the place with her remake of Stacey Q's big 1980s hit, right? I should know that. Right. Two of Hearts. So we're going to take a little listen. We're going to get her on the telephone. Thanks, guys, for coming by. Let's have a nice round. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And Hollywood. We'll be right back. Dude, I broke a
right, we're back live, House of Pride Radio. We've got a special guest on the telephone. Uh, who's with us? Hello? Hey, it's Sheena. Hey, Sheena, speak up, girl. Welcome to the House of Pride hey. show. Hey, girl. How are you? How's it going? Good, it's going good. How are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. I just got off from work and just got done cooking a little dinner and now I'm just taking it easy. So tell us about um, Girl. what's going on this Friday with your release. Right. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, Two Hearts has been out for a little bit. Uh, we just released the, the first part of the remixes um, last month, and they're burning up the, the DJ charts and everything. But um, the part two EP for the remixes comes out on Friday, and it features a lot more mixes. It features a remix from you, which is really fabulous. And then um, we got Adrian Lagunas from um, Mexico, who did a fabulous circuit mix mm -hmm. for me. And Edwin Reyes, a, a, a very special um, dub mix by Wayne Newman called the Majesty Dub Mix, where yeah. he, which is really cool because he, he tweaked my vocal. Um, so it says, you know, I never said I was Madonna. Oh, it, yeah. it does? Oh, God. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. I'm looking for the. Did you send me a link? I'm looking for those songs. Where did Where did I see that? Can we just go to your page? Yeah. Is it there? Yeah, you can go to my page um, on Amazon. Amazon is um, ha has the EP for pre-order, so I think that that's what I shared. Or you can actually, you know what? You can go to my SoundCloud page. Click on Click on my SoundCloud page. Oh, he, okay. Two of all Hearts all remixes, part two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's also on your Facebook page, uh, folks listening to us now. And, oh, well, here it is. It's only, uh, all the remix is only for um, $9.98, Pearl. Right. Girl, that's yeah. thickening. That's for not the, bad. The second half of them. The other half, yeah, you have to buy separate or whatever. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see. But, uh, we can play a little. We can play I some samples. This time around that um, I decided the best thing was to to, you know, divide it up a little bit, you know, so, so it gives a chance for everybody to kind of shine on it. Well, it says here on the page that I'm at that we can actually listen to some samples. So which is, which uh, remix it did, the one that changes your lyrics to the Madonna? Um, that is the, the, I think it's the first one on that EP. It's the Wayne Newman dub mix. Oh, okay. Well, let's have a listen, folks. You, you, you might not hear it because, um, the previews on Amazon are really, really short. All right. Well, let's 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 give it a go. Let's see if it yeah. any yeah. Yeah, uh, Wayne Newman's on fire these days. Yeah. So so that that part right there, I. I when I say I never said I was gonna yeah in the beginning of, of the remix he, he tweaks that part so that I say I never said I was Madonna I and, get it uh, <laughs> yeah which is really cute yeah I was like okay you know so yeah when, when I hit him up for a remix he surprised me with four different remixes and um that was one of Come on one in, of honey. the bonus mixes that he did for me and then of course that the, the one that you were just playing mm -hmm. um during your break the silk stockings and champagne mix that was also Wayne Newman's mix. 
Uh huh. That's fabulous. Yeah. Well, let's. I want to hear how mine came out. I'm. I. I you put me in that track. Track two. It's the Tweaker Turner House on Fire bitch mix. Let's see what the, what sampled yeah. this one here. It's just. <laughs> Hey, that sounds pretty good. That's cute. I, I, I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's really hot and fun to, you know, start to get house mix, you know. I love it. Let's try one more. Uh, how? Who do you want? How about, like, Ed- Edison Pride, perhaps, or somebody else? Um, how about, yeah, you could do Edison Pride or Eros. Eros is really good. Okay, uh, Eros, uh, the radio edit, Pearl. Here goes. That's hot, Sheena. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, he, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a really hot, um, up-and-coming <clears throat> DJ remix producer out of um, Norway. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of connected on the SoundCloud account. And, um, I heard some of his stuff and reached out to him. And yeah, he was actually one of the first ones I got it. Awesome. Well, th- again, the um, all the tracks sound fabulous. Uh, where can they get them? You can get them on Amazon, did you say? Yeah, you can. Get, they're available now for pre um, pre order on Amazon, on iTunes, and Google Play, and that's the part two remixes that comes out on Friday and then the single and the, the first remix package are up on all the sites now yes and it says here pre-order album $7.92 there's a bar you just click on it folks right there at amazon.com two of hearts the remixes part two Sheena Rose two of hearts the remixes part two yeah who knows? Maybe there'll be a part three. Who, who? You never. One never knows. I, are you wearing your girls right now? Always, girl. You know she's got girl. those attached I'm, to her body. I'm. I have them off, and, and, and I'm just laying here in bed, letting it all hang out. I, girl, I just got off of work a couple hours ago. I worked a double shift. I worked twelve hours. Been up since three this morning. That's right. You burn a and candle so, on both sides. That's right. So I, I rushed home. I, I cooked a pie for dessert for my husband, and then I, I cooked us dinner, and then I, I just scarfed like like a dear little radio show. Yes, so. let's shout out to your husband who does all your fabulous graphic design work for yes. you. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, you can find him on Facebook too. Juan Duenas. Juan Duenas. Yay! Oh. Hello. And he not only the 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 photos and graphics. He, what else does he do, do for you? He, he does all my costumes for me. He um he he got together with you and Leo and co-wrote "Make Me Over for Me," which which is a very fabulous song and um very close to my heart. Because when I first met him, I was still kind of new to the drag scene, and he used to be um he's a nurse now. But he used to be a um, makeup artist back in the day, so he showed me how to do my makeup and everything. So when he wrote "Make Me Over for Me." All right. It kind of, you know, it, it, he, he basically did that for me. He made me over it. So every time I sing it, I sing it for him. So, yeah, I know it's kind of cheesy and, 
and whatnot, but it's the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, we have a new song yeah. coming out in the fall with, with Leo um, that, that him and Leo wrote for me called Blonde Ambition. That'll be out in, um, I think, October, maybe November. It's um, an original track. All right, now. It's on the cover. Awesome, Pearl. What do you think of that? New stuff from Sheena coming out. All right. Well, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Everyone, go out and get that song by Sheena Rose. Two of Hearts right now everywhere. Digital stores, Amazon.com and iTunes, etc., etc. Follow Sheena Rose at... You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. And um, if you're in town this weekend, come out to Hotbox Cove and Charlie's Lounge on Saturday night. I'll be there. Fabulous girl. All right, right. honey. Thanks for touching base with House of Pride Radio. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye bye. Bye. We'll be right back with more guests, girl. Let me stay fast. I told you, give me a minute and I'll be right back. 50 million around the world, and I said that I couldn't get it. I done got so sick and filthy with binges I can't spin. How you gonna be talking shit? You act like I just got a pity. Been the number one diva in this game for a minute. I know you read the paper, the one that they call a queen. Every radio around the world, because that's where I, I be. I yeah. This is Grand Duke. I, I, oh, that's still gossip. All right, house. girls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I would say Sheena Rose is a good diva. I, lo- yeah, I love Sheena. She has, mm. she's a nice heart. I like. Yes, her. she does. Let's welcome our new guests. Right. So we have two fabulous queens in the house right now. Mostly one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Uh, here comes the shade again. Right. We we know each other. We love her. Yeah. So we have the fabulous Marijuana. Yes. And, and the wonderful Miss Sabaline Jones. Oh, Sabaline. <laughs> already she's hating on us because we didn't call her first. <laughs> Sabaline. No, no, no. That's the Imperial girl. She was Sabaline, a former I'm, Empress. Uh, I am Sable. Sable Jones. Please get it correct. Sable, do you, do you have a little Latin in you? No, it's just my foundation, I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here in the radio station. My face is beat for the radio, even though you cannot see me. I swear to God. Mama always said she had a face for radio. Hello. <laughs> Y'all don't realize that was shade. <laughs> well, how did you come up with the name Sable Jones? Oh, my goodness. All right, so don't laugh at me, but similar to Pollo, Delmar. I grew up with two older brothers, and we were big, big, in the 90s, wrestling fans. Oh, Okay. And Sable was the girl who was behind yeah, she was. Mark Marrero. If you guys remember that wrestler, she was his girlfriend and later got married. And I've always lo- remember her theme music that played. Uh-huh. And Sable, I've always wanted a drag name that began with an S. And Sable seemed to work. It was. It reminded me of that fierce kind of woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not blonde all the time, but she was. <laughs> and and Jones was just something I, I came up with as I think just a, a good last name to go with it. Yeah. 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 My drag mother name is actually Tatiana Ransom out of Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. That's a tongue tire. Tatiana Ransom. So she's a big inspiration to me, but we didn't really share names as much in that house. We just kind of, 
they teach you how to do everything, and you kind of learn that way. Hence my glamour. Are you in the, <laughs> are you in the Mercedes Monroe house? I am. I'm a house auntie, as a matter of fact. So Mercedes and I are sisters. A lot of folks uh. get that confused. I am not her daughter, actually. We are each other's sister. She's my big sister, much older and wiser. And that's how you get away with not having Jones slash Monroe. Yeah, so there was, there was a little bit of confusion with that, but that's okay. My affiliation with the house, a drag house is not just means a matriarch and her children. It's a family. And we're all friends first. And there's no application process. There's no, how do, how do you get into House Monroe? Mm-mm. It's relationship-based. And then it so happens to be drag as well. And so with me, all of her daughters and her sons and her promoters and her go-go boys and, and girls that she has, those are my nieces and nephews. So they all call me, what did they call me, baby? Oh, girl, she's so, she's so cute. Auntie Sable. <laughs> yes. Oh. Auntie. Yeah, Auntie Sable. So it's a beautiful family. We have, a, we have our ups and downs, that's for sure, but we are so proud of each other. We support each other like no other. It sounds I like do, a big family problem. Yeah, I yeah. do feel like it's really easy for anyone to enter that house and, and be confused as Mercedes Child. Mm-hmm. So. And she does, she does, has more than just drag queens. She has a new drag king. Her her son Raven Mad Monroe, who is a twin brother to we all know and love Ruby Red Monroe. They are twins. They came at the same twin. exact time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought uh-huh. that's interesting. Got evil twin. Yep. Um, <laughs> and also she has go go boys, promoters, DJs. None of them are even yeah. drag, but they're does that just fall under her fish productions. Beat Fish Productions Beat is fish. what she does when she does formal events. Oh, okay. That's her production company with her best friend John Utes, uh-huh. also known as Ibiza Monroe. Good Lord, it just, it's just—it's a huge formal, family. Yeah. Speaking of formal events, let's talk about your formal. Hello. Oh, I love a good segue, baby. Oh. <laughs> Listen yes. now. Where are we at with your award-winning diviness? Award-winning diviness. So for those of you that don't know, Miss <laughs> Staple Jones is the current reigning Queen of Hearts in San Francisco. That's a new applaud. <laughs> Part of the ducal, uh, the ducal court here in San Francisco. Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, your reign started when? February 13th, 2016. Right before Valentine's Day. And also my mom's birthday. It was really, really oh. sweet. Um, and so from that point on, I met my current King of Hearts strobe, Lewis, as we call him. And we did not know each other before this happened. And honey, I tell you what, this was the best arranged marriage ever. <laughs> we get along famously. We work together so well. And That's um, important. he supports me like no other, and I support him like no other, even though he shows up to places in a jockstrap. But that's you know what though we are a we are a partnership true and true we we definitely are and um i def- we call each other husband and wife for sure i will say this yeah. L- uh, lewis stroke for those of you that don't know is actually one of my roommates hello and i will say he is one of the the biggest team players that i've ever met here in the city that's great and i think that's an attribute you need to have when you're doing fundraisers or a, even in the just being in the ducal court, I think I think everyone needs yeah some support and, there. And is this uh, Olivia Hart is now is the Grand Duchess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Olivia Hart is a reigning Grand Duchess of San Francisco, along with of course Aja Monet Ashton, Aja who, Monet Ashton. who's making plenty of appearances here at um, House of Pride Radio. Mm-hmm. And but they're coming to a close. Their their reign is. And um, it's going to be over t- at Coronation the end of September. So we'll be electing oh. new monarchs in the city soon. Yeah. Um, so keep your eyes out for whoever might be interested in that. 
<laughs> well, you have something real fun coming up this weekend, girl. Let me tell you something. As Queen of Hearts, it is my job to fulfill my requirements and to have a fundraiser for a beneficiary of my choice for the Grand Ducal Council. I have had three already. All right. Partnering with partnering with others. I did the Duke's Bar Call and some other other things. But oh, hold oh, that we have a call. We got, we got a, a sidebar going on mm. right now. One moment, listeners. It might be a donut. Uh, House of Pride Radio, live on the air. Who are we speaking with? This is the Queen Mother. Oh, my the Queen Mother. Goodness. Hi, Queen Mother. We're all Hello down there. on our knees bowing to you. You, you best. My Le- hand is out for you to kiss. Let me tell you who this is. From Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. This is my biological mother. Ah, <laughs> calling right now. Oh, really? She calls herself the Queen Mother for sure. You told her to listen to this show. <laughs> I definitely did. I mean, oh, she I supports that. she supports her disabled. Hey, mom. Hey. <laughs> How you doing down there? <laughs> you didn't think I would do it, did you? I did not. I did not. <laughs> this is like I I, I, I tell people all the time who have met my mom before in when previous years. If you ever know Medea from Tyler Perry fame. You have my mom. <laughs> What's your mom's name? Her name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Welcome to our radio show. Hi, thank you. So, Patricia, <laughs> now here it comes. I'm sure you had your hands full when she <laughs> gave birth to this oh diva. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> the oh. stories I could tell. Girl, please tell. We don't need there. to do that. No, no, no. no. Tell us oh, one yeah. story. No, Patricia. I'm gonna tell you one good one. Oh good God. One. Wait. Go right ahead. I will come home from work. I guess baby was in maybe high school, middle school, high school because we was in Florida. And every day he had a new dance routine for me. <laughs> that is fabulous. Aww. I didn't even have to watch television. I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has really changed, really. Fast forward to now. Um, just got a better wardrobe. Thank you. <laughs> She's going to be coming out uh, later this fall to hang out with us in San Francisco. Oh. Have, Patricia, have you been to San Francisco before? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Well, you I came out, um, what year, I forget when I was, I guess. 2009, I want to say. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. We're excited to have you back. You know, all of my friends still love you when they first met you. They can't wait to see you again. So really? I can't wait to me see them over again either. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> Tell your mommy you love her. <laughs> Listen, I want to thank you so much for being a constant source of inspiration for me. Aww. Sable oh, is a classy know. diva, and I represent the finest. that's right. You better work it. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And I represent all the love and I support that I get from my family. So thank you for that. You just best, like <laughs> I say, work. And you know you got the Queen of Hearts on my birthday, right? I did. I just told him that. She just mentioned it, girl. How <laughs> exciting! Of course. When he when he was telling me what day it was, I said, you know, that's my birthday. That's my birthday present. You better get up on that stage and work it like you never worked it before. Well, uh, and she did, girl. She sure did. I, do, I know because I saw the video. And I said, you better make sure somebody videotapes everything. <laughs> the threats. <laughs> well, Patricia, thank you so much for taking a moment and, and calling us here at House of Pride Radio. I think it's fabulous. Um, That's so sweet. Wait, I love it. <laughs> you have a you have a good evening over there in in Tampa. 
Okay, I sure will. It's nice and warm. It's like 70-some degrees right now. Oh, right. I'm, I'm jealous. Everyone say goodbye to Sable's mom, Patricia. Oh, we'll see you in September. Of course. <laughs> Bye, bro. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. That was One look at you, and it was plain to see you were my destiny. That was a nice touch, Pearl. To have I love that. Patricia that's on. Uh-huh. I love support of parents, girl. That's wonderful. you listen when she comes, because my birthday is September 26th, mm-hmm. um, so she'll be coming out for that weekend. Unfortunately, it's also Folsom weekend, but <laughs> we won't take her to those those events. Mm-hmm. But she's gonna come out and celebrate with us. In late September. <laughs> is, your, is your dad still alive? Yeah, they actually, yeah, they're still married, actually. He is, he is a proud Southern South Georgia man. That's where I get a lot of my Southern influences what? from. Was he listening, do you think? I, probably so, or hey taking dad, a nap. He, your dad's name? His name, is, his name is Sam. Sam. Yeah, that's my actual name. Sable's name is not actually Sable. Oh, so you were a junior like me. No, I'm actually a, a third a third mm-hmm. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. But anyway Yeah So anyway, back to what we were talking to earlier You have a fun event coming this My weekend. goodness I've been working really hard on planning this event I really wanted to make sure I made a great impression with the Ducal Council Especially being a new title holder just this past February So I'm planning an event as the Queen of Hearts It's called the Queens with Hearts Like what I did there it is a fundraiser benefiting our friends over at Magnet or Strut, as they are known as now. And it's going to be at the Mix on May 7th, which is this Saturday at 3 p.m. We are having an all-star cast of performers. Unlike many other Ducal events, this is not an open show. I have a set cast of queens and kings that are going to entertain the crowd so we can raise the most amount of money for this beneficiary. Beneficiary. <laughs> One of which is including our new Nubian Pride Queen Pearl Tease would be there. Pride. I can't wait. I'm yeah. a former, so I had to come out. I was like, I will definitely be part yeah, of Yeah, former Queen of Hearts. That's pretty fantastic. BB Sweetbriar, Ronnie Nothing More, mm-hmm. Olivia Hart will be coming through. Pearl Tease would be there. Co-hosted by Ruby Red Monroe. Oh, nice. Our Prince Royale, Mad Dog 2020, our Princess Royale, Miss Shugana, who just won first runner-up at Star Search. Yeah. So, listen. I wanted to bring my big guns for this. Right. We are prepared to show out on the back patio at the mix, honey. Right. It's I'm gonna bring some uh, new stuff out, girl. It's I like gonna. The, I it's like the mix. That's a good venue. Yeah. 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 So you guys come this weekend. It's on Saturday. Yes. And the mix is at 4086 16th. Ooh. Uh, 18th Street. Sorry. 4086 18th Street. Mm-hmm. Right by uh, 18th and Castro. Um, come out. The showtime starts at four. Yeah. So the event is at three. We're gonna have huge, huge raffle prizes to be giving out. So make sure you come at three o'clock to start getting your raffle tickets. Because after each performer, we're having a raffle drawing. We're not wasting time. We're not doing one big raffle block. Right. So make sure you're buying those tickets all afternoon. And of course, without any fundraiser, we're gonna have our Jello shots. All right. Gotta have those Jello shots. You gotta have the Jello shots, baby. And we have our friends over at Hot Cookie. Gonna be giving some snacks, some some cookies, and some things of that nature. So it's going to be a great time. I really recommend you all make time in your schedule to do that. Come to that event. 
I love it. Now, th there's no cover to even get in. No, 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 no. No cover to get in. We are having a $10 beer bus if you're interested in that. Otherwise, the bus. open, they have two bars, one on the outside patio and one on the inside when you first walk in. But it's just going to be a fantastic time. Make sure you bring your dollar bills, fives, tens, twenties, one hundreds. And your friends to... Um Get, get in on this also. That's exactly right. Each one bring one. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Now, where can our listeners just follow what you're doing even after this? I would love if you would follow me on Facebook. Just search Sable Jones. You'll find me there. Instagram, I am Sable Jones underscore SF. <laughs> um, also, you can email me for performance bookings or fundraising ideas at sablejonessf at gmail.com my phone number is 867-5319 and she's she's looking for me here's my phone number girl take it down now if you're with me and ruby right now in the streets you'll know i actually get my phone number out on the bus i can't i'm sorry get excited oh no shout out to ruby red monroe our co-host for saturday hey ruby all right. Well, let's bring Hollywood in here. No, what? not Hollywood. Oh, God, Girl, so we sorry. have the fabulous marijuana with us. Ma marijuana. Uh, she, <laughs> she forgot who's it. <laughs> right, girl. She's a, she's a little special sometimes. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> Sable, who's DJing that event? Oh, I'm sorry. It's um, Shout out to our fellow DJs. Our DJ is going to be Mark White. I think he's on staff over at The Mix. Yes. Right? It was going to be Element Eclipse, but he had to go out of town unexpectedly. So we're going to bring in Mark White to be spinning the DJ tunes in the booth for us. Fabulous. Yeah. Hopefully the microphone works. <laughs> uh, Mary Juan, I love your t-shirt. Thank you, darling. Straight pride, okay? All yeah. right, Mary Juana. So are you, where are you originally from? Uh, I, like, grew up in Virginia, but I came here by way of Chicago, and I say that I am from Chicago because that's where she was born. So. Oh, right. Now, where, um, how, how long have you been here in the city? I moved here back in July, and it's been quite a year. Excuse me, let me remove the southern draw. Oh, girl, mm. keep it, girl. Uh, Tweeka keeps her accent. You can keep yours. Okay. <laughs> Just let it hang out, honey. Oh, girl, I trust and believe, okay? And what does that tattoo say? Oh. Across it's here. some bullshit in Icelandic. Sumt varia ath I mean, some shit lasts forever, and like everything else is MasterCard. So. Stack it up, girl. Stack it up. I love it. <laughs> now, are you a performer? Oh yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, in fact, we are gonna be over at Daughter uh, at uh, on this Saturday over at Oasis. There's mother and daughter. I didn't but know there was a daughter, girl. Oh, girl. As she had a child, had Kleena gave birth, and be careful, cause they are fierce and they will eat their way out of that. I person. love it. So tell, like, so tell us like a little alien. Mm -hmm. Yes, 426, y'all just <laughs> happened. So tell us the difference between mother versus daughter. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I grow up. I know me a spokesperson for this show, but um, uh, so you got mother, right? And it's like the, the the girls that can really work it and have proved it, and then to quote the bill, mother, and then you got daughter, and it's like the future drag. Is she trying to bring people that are um, a little bit newer to the scene, give them a stage, okay. give them an opportunity to get in that yeah. room? A little wet behind the heel. You know, or just, you know, not enough come holding up that wig. Yeah, right. You know, that <laughs> get, 
duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. <laughs> yes, that is. So you're you're doing that show when? Um, that's going to be this Saturday, and I, it's like ten o'clock, I think. Are you yeah. the daughter or the mother? Oh, definitely the daughter. All right, girl, you're working mm-hmm. now. Marijuana. Where does that name derivate from? I girl. mean. Uh, <laughs> draw your own conclusions. I mean, uh, oh, I see. Is do? it as obvious as it sounds? I mean, I just and looks. For funny girls, Are it. you stoned now? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I love that answer. Uh, I have some chips. Would you like some? Uh, yes, darling. Okay, she's stoned. <laughs> Proof now, positive, y'all. Now, what? Um, how would you describe your style of drag for okay. those of you that haven't seen you? Because I think you're still fairly new to the city. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. I just been here since. July. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She. Uh, the first word that everyone wants to say is flat chested because I refuse to wear a pair of tits. Okay. But, really? You know, okay. She yeah. got a good beat. And I don't know. Do you shave your chest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I will, no. I was going to say. Oh, uh, so hairy. So. Yeah, no. Well, you just got to wear the one with like a top neckline and you're good. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess, well, I'm, I'm currently involved with the Imperial Court and the reigning Miss Cowgirl. So All right. I make a lot of jokes about taking. Are you Miss Cowgirl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear that? I heard that, and that <laughs> sounded really oh. guttural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, practice. Inspiration. Inspiration, yes, as they say. Yeah, and so I've been running with the Imperial Court. <laughs> I got that about, like, December, and I just, as I said, I had my little fundraiser on mm-hmm. 420. Thank you for everybody that was there, and, you know, um, and then, you know, she's just been performing around the city. All right. Now, working. as a cow representative, um, representative what are some of your duties? Uh, well, my duty is to duty. I, you know, I don't know. I, we are ambassadors to the community and also like, in, in my own piece about it, it's like you want to be, you want to build within the community. You know what I mean? And have a structure and have something that like gives people a platform because we all come from places where, or at least not me, I come from a place where there's like no platform and it's just like, well, if you aren't like this, like person, then you don't got shit. And so I, I enjoy being part of organizations that give people platforms mm-hmm. and to let them raise themselves up and be special. Yeah. I love that. Meow. Well, that was my impression. Is this the intro to Mita's Murder? I can't. That's your new theme music. Whenever you get your own show, <laughs> this dude is going to play all the cows mooing in Indiana for you. Yes, yes, as they are liberated from the farm. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Into my loins come all cattle. Now, how can our listeners follow you? Um, I'm on Facebook, of course. You know, every girl is. M-A-R-Y space W-A-N-N-A-H. Ah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you. Now, how long have you been... Entertaining or doing drag for? Um, I have been beating this mug since what was my? It was, it was about a year and a half, I'd say. And this is, yeah, about a year and a half I've been doing drag. A baby. A baby. Mm-hmm. Do do do. Miss <laughs> you going after me? I'm just so. Well, actually, that's the whole thing. Is um, my whole experience of drag. People talk about drag houses mm-hmm. and shit. Uh, the people that I mean, the the person that inspired me to get into drag. She describes herself as a drag orphan. Um, the person who brought me out to uh, my first drag show also like didn't have that sort of like house structure mm-hmm. to her. And then my sister Junajatois, who is tearing it up in Chicago, I'm just gonna say, hey girl, she and I are just drag sisters, and like we don't need a fucking house. We don't need a house. We like we have each other. <laughs> Not and, like, yet, anyways. You know, I mean. We have our empire. She, you're happy with the pasture in the backyard? Yes, girl. And I, like, eat all that grass. Don't mow it, honey. And, and not to cut you off, but that's, a, that is probably the beautiful thing about uh, San Francisco as it stands. Coming from where I'm from in the South, listen... 
you're in a house. And if you're not, you're not booked anywhere. Whereas here we have all types of drag represented in all the same shows. Yes. You a great example is this Sunday at Balançoire for Femme Fatale Brunch that I'll be performing in. <coughs> oh really? Um right. and we we have so we have every spectrum of drag represented at that brunch and it's fantastic to see it all come together and the crowd just lives for girl after girl after girl because they're all so different and that is San Francisco to me. They're different, but they're also very high-end and polished, I would say. Listen, uh, let me tell you something. Being different does not mean you can be less than amazing. They're amazing. They bring it. Yep. There. I will say that. I'm going to say, like, girls like Abominatrix, Johnny Rocket, Amelia Monroe, Natalie Ray. These girls are some of the regulars there at Balance Bar, and they are so incredibly different, but they are amazing performers. Pearl Tease is a a rotating Pearl Tizzle. Pretty pretty good. Is that what they call it? Now that's not great. Oh. I think your homegirl, I think it's Poil Damar who calls you. Oh, they are. I think your name is Pearlie. No, uh, we are not. Well, is that what she calls you? And, and your name, and actually the name of Cow are for you. What about Pearl Teeny? Speaking of cows. Right? No, she didn't. Uh, this is an actual what? woman named for cows after us. Yeah, y'all hear that? What kind of, what's your cow name? No, she, she, there's a cow that's named after me. <laughs> Pearl, Pearl <laughs> the cow. Pearlique, yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Pearl the cow, Pearlique. The unofficial name of Pearl Tees is Pearlique Jones. <laughs> Okay. I don't know where that came uh, from. How about the, uh, the unofficial <laughs> name? All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. But no, but that's what I was saying was to get off. But San Francisco is not just one type of drag or expression. We have pageant queens, bearded queens, right. um, artistic queens, imperial queens, camp queens. We have the whole gamut, and they're all. You got the sisters, girl. Don't forget. How dare I forget the sisters right. of perpetual right. indulgence, baby? Yeah, we have everything here, and it's Absolutely. well represented. Yes, yeah, so you don't have to be locked in a house per se. But it is amazing. Don't be a hater, Marijuana. And it's okay to be locked up. You know. Shady as hell. Folsom is coming. Folsom is coming. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. You're right. Break those chains, children. Tuga's going to start preaching. Right. Let's take a musical break. We have guests in the green room. I think I saw Marcy Playground out there. Oh, hey, girl. And who else do we have, Pearl? I don't know the other guests, girl. They're not here yet. He's he went right outside. Sam. Oh, well, we'll be back Sam- right after Samuel's this here. Break. We're going to get a little political up in here as well. We'll be right back. Uh, we can dedicate this song to marijuana. Oh, you come in here looking like in your cowboy boots and your painted on jeans. All decked out like a cowboy's dream. Why'd you come in here looking like that? Here comes my
House of Pride Radio, Tweak Turner. And Pearl T. Wow, that was fun <coughs> with Marijuana. She's and Miss Sable Jones. Out there in the green room hanging out. You guys, that's fabulous. Yay. And guess who walked in? I couldn't believe it. Oh. Marcy Playground. All right. Hey, Marcy. Before the cast show. Yay. I love when people <laughs> just drop by House of Pride located at 2781 21st Street, corner of Florida. Come on in anytime. And if you didn't understand that, that was 21st in Florida. <laughs> yes. 2781 21st Street. Yes. At Florida. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I think they could have understood that one, girl. Where are our posses? Come call us. We need phone calls. 415-550-0511. What's going on, Marcy? Not much. Just hanging around, getting high. How's life? Oh, <laughs> did you must know marijuana then. Oh, of course. She's my great, 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 great granddaughter. <laughs> hey. So how's life treating you, girl? How's everything going? Pretty good. I just went to the park after going to get some Chinese food, so I sat on top of the hill with nobody there. Thank God, and just saw the view and was it spiritual? Yes, because there was men running by. Yeah. <laughs> they do that loop. Now I call. Well, I also call uh, the cash uh, by the edge, the fruit loop. The fruit loop. We used to walk around mm-hmm. there and have sex. Uh, that's Collinwood Park. Yeah. That that grassy no, um, like baseball field I area. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had sex there back in the day? Oh hell yeah. You have. Yeah, I was a I was a cashier kid before all these other kids. Now it's it's nearly impossible to have sex there. There's well the lights there's go no on and there's no trees. You know. Yeah, but I guess you gotta take that home. <laughs> gotta take the trade home. But yeah. the dogs still can't. Where? The dogs. There's a little dog park there. The They're always Yes, but they lock that up after nine thirty. Oh. Well there's still ways to get in. How? There's sliding of the gates and whatnot. But There's they put a, a lock pad on that. Have oh, you tried? They, yeah, because um, all they do is take the bolt and loosen it up so, to where the thing slides. All right. Well, you heard it first here, House of Pride. <laughs> all your cruising uh, sexual compulsive people out there listening to us, now you can find a place to do it in the Castro by sliding that lock. Yes, the sliding the lock. Did you... Four minutes. That's all you have to have sex there before the lights go on. Yeah, That's it's, it's on a timer. That's if you're lucky. Yeah. Oh. I'd get in trouble. All right. Well, you go, girl. Now, are you the queen of that sexual park there? No. Um, <laughs> Do you have a chair? Do you put a chair there? Well, uh, <laughs> we used to right at the top of the hill by, uh, next to the uh, Harvey Milk Institute. Mm-hmm. Before I knew it was a school, yeah. there's that little block, and I used to sit there and watch all the people go around. Yeah. Now, Marcy, it's a very good place to watch people. All right. See, so you have to She's a watcher. Huh? Do, do what events do you have coming up lately? Uh, nothing very much. Um, I'm basically uh, saving my energy. Yeah. Um, but uh, we do, I, I'm part of Critic Kink, so we do a monthly fundraiser. I think the fundraiser is going to be at the edge on the 22nd from 4 to 7. Yes. Okay. And who's the beneficiary? Uh, this year was um, Jazzy's Place uh, for um, LGBT. Uh, queer youth, and uh, we're still deciding on who's next year. 
Fabulous. There's what time does that event start? Four until seven. Four to seven. With jello shots and drag queens and whatnot. Jello shots. All right. Jello yes. shots. <clears throat> so that should be fun. All right. Now, where can our listeners follow you online? Well, I'm on Facebook. At Collingwood Park. Yeah. Well, I'm always <laughs> either in the Castro or at Spark or at my place. But um, other than that, like, um, well, Facebook, Marcus Mato, mm-hmm. uh, because of the face name or face change. Or yeah. Name change. Now um, I had to go yeah. Mato Mark. You're st- you still party, right? You're not sober. I do mar- medical marijuana and I drink. That's it. What's and your drink of choice? Uh, vodka and ginger ale. It used to be Long Island iced tea. Oh. Oh really? And I used to have like five. Five oh. in a in an hour. In a night. In a night. Yeah. On top of the coke and all that. Shit. And coke. That's why. So, you could, that's and why you crystal meth back then. Crystal uh-huh. meth. Yeah, when now, drag. fabulous. Now, where are you at now? Is the coke and crystal gone? Yeah, I don't do this. I, I've been. I think five years now. All right. Yeah. Oh, I just got tired of it, and my feet, teeth started falling out. So every time yeah. that I wanted to, I was just like, uh-uh, I ain't going to have another tooth fall out. Girl. Right. Yeah. I heard of that, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, we go back. We've done drag together in some shows, and it's always fun to, A lot to of them. be associated with you. Mm-hmm. Don't we yes, go sir. way back to um, uh, to the that place on Polk Street? The Cinch. Yes, the Charlie Horse with yeah, uh, Anaconda. Anaconda. Oh my God, that's where I, I first had my met own you. Show there, which was the Marcy Minute for a while, like a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Um, and that's changed though. Mm, yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So the new place I like to hang out is Toad Hall. It has a big, nice patio and everything. So what? It Toad does Hall. have a patio. I love any place with a nice patio, girl. And they play videos, and it's, it's, it's a nice atmosphere. Have I forgot about that patio. And who does our... Jones. One of our friends does the show on Monday. Is it Cotton? No, it's... Uh, uh, Camel Toe. Camel Toe. Yeah. I love Camel. her. Oh. Camel Toe. <laughs> yes, Camel Toe does a show there yeah. on Mondays, yes. For RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, she has a drag show afterwards, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Fabulous. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Well, thank you. Have a good day. Are you, where are you going off to now, Toad Hall? I'm just uh, going to chill for a while and get my pre-drink on. Pre-drink. Right. Yeah. We used to have a little barry thing. Remember back in the day when, That's right, girl. when we had a budget? Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have your flask with you? Oh, well, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I make sure that I always can make my Jesus juice because you never know what kind of mood. Right. Well, Pearl, emergencies. I know. Pearl, we're yeah. going to send her out to the green room so she can get a juice on. You know. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Take All short right, musical break, and then we have, we're going to get a little political up in here. Let's mm-hmm. do it, girl.
family here at House of Pride Radio playing live instruments. We got uh, Sable Jones out there on the stage in the green room yeah, performing. Got marijuana is showing us why she's still the daughter. <laughs> Have a seat, lady. <laughs> oh, 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 that was a read. <laughs> that was a little shady. But it was with love here at House of Pride Radio. <laughs> love everyone. Again, if you want to call us, 415-550-0511. I'm with my... Be- Famous diva drag co-host. Girl, she's not famous. She Getting has there. one good crowd. She Infamous. won Miss Nubian. Miss Nubian. Nubian. Miss yes. Nubian Pride Girl. Infamous. I uh, love that. What, <laughs> is, what does Nubian stand for? Nubian is like, it's it's kind of it comes from like African heritage, mostly Egypt, Egypt. and. Uh, I forget the other one. Ethiopia. E- Egypt and Ethiopia. Yes, mostly Egypt and Ethiopia. It's Are like you beautiful. From Ethiopia. No. Girl, not no. from Egypt. I could be. <laughs> it's really hard for African Americans to know like it, where it's true, Africa, it's true. Africa, it's Africa true. they're from. Where, where are you from yeah. in Africa? Where, what your true lineage is. Yeah. 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 It's very difficult. So it's possible. It's very possible. I think so. <laughs> it's really hard for our listeners to know who the hell is talking. We've just we, we just cycled in a new. Yeah, girl. So all right, you guys. We have a completely <laughs> new cast in the room with us. We have the fabulous fabulous. I'm gonna get it right this time. Galvo. Right. Galvong. Oh, girl, I can't say all that. Yeah, you can. Samuel Galvong. <laughs> Galvong. 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 And his oh. partner in crime, Jacob Salvachoop, who uh, introduced... Salvachoop. I love these Savage. 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 That's a pretty good one. Savage. He's responsible for the trumpet intro there. And we are family. We have the fabulous Woo Woman Row in the house. Yay! It's been so long. 
It's been way too long. Well, that's because you're so busy. Busy. What a blessing to have you pop in here. I am crazy busy. So this is going to get interesting, Pearl, because um, in a way they're, they're connected. You wouldn't think, but uh, when we get into their stories, you'll you'll see. Um, so why don't we start with um, uh, with Sam? Why are you here? Well, I'm glad you asked, Michael. <laughs> tweaker, 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 oh, tweaker, tweaker. Wait a minute, we're going off. We're going off. Character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, well, I'm here uh, to Monster. represent and support Jacob and Concern. Um, I'll let Jacob talk about sure. Concern. Concern is a organization that uh, operates here in San Francisco. Yeah, so C Concern is a, uh, it's an alternative to 911 for mental health crises, homelessness issues, and substance abuse issues. So um, we're based in the Tenderloin right now, although we are rapidly expanding out into SOMA and the mission. And the idea is instead of, uh, incarcerating and hospitalizing people who have really underlying mental illness, we try to compassionately respond and empower them to get their own support and go through treatment, go uh, kind of build their own service plan to feel like they're, uh, they have a sense of self-worth. Um, San Francisco is like a city that's frequently dehumanized the homeless population. And it, I mean, there's so much wealth. And so something's screwed up if we can't figure out how to redistribute the funds to give everybody a, a place to go to the bathroom, a place to uh, lay their head at night, so. And there's quite a bit of homelessness in our city. I, I think, is the number in the 6,000 range? Seven. 7,000, it's, it's approaching seven. Yeah, and it depends how you look at it, because there's people on the street, and then there's also people in SROs and people who, who will shelters. argue that, that sometimes mm -hmm. the conditions inside are worse. Right. Now, Sam, are you working uh, with an um, SRO program called? Community Housing Partnership. Fabulous. And how did you guys meet? Jacob and I met through a, uh, a fellow, um, Greg, um, and, and through Hi. Um, I met Hi actually at uh, SF General. Um, I was escorting a tenant, and he was there as a chaplain. And Hi is a responder with uh, concern. And this is Hi, Hi Carroll, for those of you who know him, and lots of you probably do. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, H-Y. Hi, Hi. Um, and so he told me about concern. He took time out of his day, his busy day, um, to inform me about concern, told me about what Jacob was doing, and I was interested, and so we connected there, and then we connected a couple of days later at, um, at an event at the Castro Theater uh, with Shaka Singur, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, who wrote uh, Writing My Wrongs, which is about prison reform in this country. Mm -hmm. Now, how long have you been with Concern? So I started Concern two years ago. You started Concern? Yeah, I did. And that was after um, I, I was very close to becoming a police officer in Palo Alto. I was a oh. riding around with the police in Palo Alto for uh, six years, wearing a uniform and bulletproof vest with a radio, you know, really thinking I was going to be a cop. And it wasn't until I had this unfortunate realization that we have this way of criminalizing people with mental illness. Mm -hmm. And they get stuck in this revolving door, which is ineffective. Tell me about it. During the day, you guys, I work for mental health clients, right? So I deal with going into psych units all the time, and I see the people that are in and out of there that often need help that just don't have services. 
um, out there f to help them stop this cycle. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> There's something called the buffer zone um, <clears throat> that I just heard described to me, which is the idea that in the prison industrial complex or even in some mental health service provider arenas, um, there's this incentive to keep people at the baseline, but not to necessarily um, rehabilitate them or solve the issue. So like in the prison population, uh, prison unions want repeat offenders. They want that customer loyalty. Mm. So what's what's the baked in incentive for prisons to actually heal and, and restore? Um, so yeah, uh, the police department didn't work out for me. I didn't want to be a cop, but I found in Eugene, Oregon, they're running a program called the Whitebird Clinic that sends out uh, crisis workers to police calls, mm -hmm. like mental health crises, homelessness issues, substance abuse issues. Wow. Um, they don't they don't go to armed robberies, but that's what right. police are there for in the <laughs> right. first place. So mm -hmm. they divert police towards the types of calls the police really should be handling. And I thought it was too good to be true until I did a ride along with them. And it was absolutely the most ideal public safety scenario you could imagine. So I decided it's time to bring that concept to the rest of the world. Right, because I, from my personal experience, a lot of police are not trained to deal with me, uh, mental illness. People, people that are mentally ill. Will, Will, can we talk about this? I would love to talk about this. I'm, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I come here on House of Pride Radio as a performing drag queen in the Bay Area, but She's I'm, actually, I'm actually a deputy sheriff in, in real life. and Well, in in, in my alternative <laughs> life. Right. I shouldn't say real life, because drag is real life, too. Right. Um, but Girl, that's real. So it, it, it is, it's very true. The, the, the psychiatric underlying current... Uh, that when we when we as a nation started criminalizing uh, mental illness, um, a lot of those people that we used to we used to help in in a clinical way, we kind of pushed out onto the street, and those be, those people transitioned from being mental health patients to inmates. Mm and in in the penal system and mm -hmm. it's a really sad sad thing in our society and unfortunately I, I mean i'm i'm glad to hear things like what you're doing um and and what other uh, municipalities are actually trying to incorporate are are actually starting to work i, I, I that's a that's a good sign it's a really good sign um, well, well, what what uh, do you see like a fair population in the prison system that have mental Ill illness our our mental our mental health um population has increased probably probably tripled since in the 17 years that i've been a deputy sheriff how do how are you equipped to handle that we uh, we we are giving we're given training but it, it is very minimal in training i mean our our the majority of our training goes towards law like law true law enforcement dealing with uh, bank robbers and right. and and you know domestic violence perpetrators and and child molesters and those are the, and those are the cases that we are really trained to deal with um, we're we we're given a, a certain amount of training for for mental illness, but obviously that isn't sufficient for the the population that we have to deal with. All right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, one thing I'd say to that is, um, so Sam, where are you a deputy? In San Francisco. Okay. So yeah. you work in the jails. I do. So 
SFPD is extremely progressive in the sense that they're trying not to get all of their officers through uh, that 40-hour CIT training. Um, but I was talking to some officers the other day about just this fact that, you know, the biggest disadvantage for an officer showing up to a mental health crisis, even if they're the most compassionate, loving, kind, gentle person, is they're wearing a badge and a gun. And those symbols are so triggering to people. Mm -hmm. So no matter who you are behind yeah. the badge, if you're wearing it, it's an automatic disadvantage to try right. to de-escalate the situation. Right. And um, I mean, you brought up a good point. That, there, was, there was a there was a time where mental illness uh, patient there would be facilities that would um, uh, treat mental illness. Where did those facilities go? Why why did why did that disappear? Ask Reagan. They're they're there. They're there. Except, um, oftentimes, you go to jail first before going to get you're picked 51, up on the 50. streets. Yeah. thrown in jail. Thrown in jail, and then maybe you're diagnosed in jail. Maybe. If not, you're just um, shuffled in and out of jail, streets, jail, streets, never and getting... unfortunately, for long-term, for long-term, you have to commit a serious crime to be, to be even considered for long-term mental care, mm -hmm. uh, mental health care. Uh, and and the, the only mental health care facilities that we have really left in the state are long-term mental health care facilities that are built for mental uh, you know mental health people that are the people that have committed serious serious crimes due to their mental illness mm. so jacob are you really um putting the blame in the 80s on the republican administration no okay i i wouldn't say that i would say it, it it's one of the to, to me and i'm 25 years old so i don't have the historical context um, that others might, but to me, it just seems a little bit blameless, and it's hard to point fingers at one source uh, for what's going on right now. Um, we, there's a lot of people pointing fingers at the police. They're they're kind of an easy target. <laughs> um, a very easy target, <laughs> um, especially you, Woo Woo. <laughs> especially you, you're, you, you can't win in the police in law enforcement. You're probably a target, and outside, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're kind of stuck in the middle. Um, there's people camped out outside the Mission Police Station right now, and I admire the perseverance and the effort. Um, but something that I uh, see when I'm, we're out in the street is that SFPD really appreciates what we're doing mm. and they can be huge allies to us um, when they respect what we're doing we respect what they're doing so you, you, you're working in, in a partnership per se I mean we're, we're building a partnership do you have a f uh, do you have a main are you guys leaving green room no okay are you uh, do you have a main like sort of like a facility yeah we were just uh given access to uh, a space in the Tenderloin, uh, 375 Eddy Street. Mm -hmm. It's the Indochinese Housing Development Corporation. I think that's what it's called. And um, again, your organization's called CONCERN. CONCERN. That spells C-O-N-C-R-N. Now, how can we find um, information about CONCERN online? Yeah, so it's <coughs> CONCERN.com. Or, sorry, CONCERN.org. And uh, we also have a mobile app, so CONCERN in the App Store or Google Play. Um, you can use that app to make a report of someone in crisis um, and we also have a text number you can text 415-881-8278 to report a crisis so what are some of the resources that concern needs from the city of san francisco right now uh, 
<laughs> uh, we mainly uh, leave us alone. Leave us alone. Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah. Are, are, are there roadblocks being put up? Not, not quite. Um, we, we, we prefer. How would you guys compare to Mobile Crisis? Sure. So, uh, Mobile Crisis uh, called us today to respond to the mission because they only have one van. They don't yeah. have the staff. Um, we we love Mobile Crisis. They're, they take a lot more money to run. We have a lot of volunteers out on the street, so our response time is potentially a lot less than Mobile Crisis. Could you, um, cool. Sam, you can chime in too. Could you give us an example, like if you come across, what would be a common situation that you would get involved with? That's what you, I was you want to talk about the incident? Uh, Go ahead. Uh, well, we were at Phil's Coffee um, on Golden Gate. Um, and you were there, Tweaker. Yes, I was having a <laughs> lovely cup of $7 coffee. And $4 coffee. Phil, hello. Uh, and, <laughs> and then all of a sudden... Um, staff went to the bathroom and was knocking on the door. Uh, apparently there was someone in there that didn't want to come out. Finally, that person came out. They realized that their cart um, and possessions in the cart were no longer there and this individual started to become a little um agitated I think agitated that's probably an understatement he let out a pretty mighty shriek yes he did uh, Some most patrons were alarmed i was i was like oh my god yeah be yeah killed here and so he picked up uh an instrument um you know, like those mop signs that say, you know, be careful when wet, you know, slippery when wet. And he picked it up and that's when staff like kind of backed off and that's when Jacob and I stood up and just like made sure like everyone was kind of like behind us. And um, someone mentioned to him that there was a cart outside. And so he walked outside, Jacob and I followed, and he was like, where's my stuff? Someone took my stuff, you know, because the cart was empty. And so he was livid, and um, we just talked to him. We, you know, we got to know his name. We, um, I offered him a cigarette. He took it. He relaxed. He calmed down, and uh, you know, we just talked to him. And that's all that it took to, you know, de-escalate the situation is for him to feel like he was being heard by someone. You yeah. know. Yeah. And, that, and that's just it. We we gave him the benefit of the doubt that he is a human being, right. even though he let out a pretty animal-like shriek right. inside of Phil's. Yeah. And it's just one of these self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm -hmm. I feel like the cigarette's an important tool somehow. It, 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 <laughs> it can be. It can be. Nicotine's powerful. Yeah, I mean, I don't even smoke cigarettes, but I'll carry uh, cigarettes around cigarettes. on response because it So it folks quitting cigarette smoking, if you have a bunch of stock, uh, bring it over to Jacob. <laughs> there you go. American <laughs> Spirit. Are nice. welcome. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I'm, so I'm not. I smoke. Off the record, that's not uh, officially part of the program. Oh, sorry. <laughs> welcome to House of Pride Radio. <laughs> um, no, but more importantly, though, so you're diffusing what can es be escalating a situation. Exactly. Is that one of the yeah. main goals that you guys are, are to diffuse? And yeah. then what happens after that? Right. So pre preventing unfortunate outcomes, incarceration, use of force, hospitalization. I mean, I don't know if. Uh, Anyone here has been 5150, but apparently uh, one of the most traumatic things. Uh, what, uh, is, uh, what is 5150? Uh, 5150 is when they deem you uh, in, 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 incapable of. You're either harming yourself, to yourself or, or others. Or you're gravely disabled. Right. And being gravely disabled means you cannot provide food or shelter for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
And the thing is, when someone is 5150, they're often 5250, which goes from a 72-hour hold to a 14-day hold. Right. And That's scary. It is. Very scary. It is. Especially for someone who is new to the system. I mean, and also think about it, like if you're living on the streets, um, I always feel anyone's like five steps from being homeless in the city. You know, it's right. so expensive. Or we two. live paycheck to paycheck, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, one and a half. Girl. We live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. You li- if you get incarcerated for even just seven days, all your stuff is gone. And mm-hmm. you're gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People take it. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. So how, Jacob, does your concern put a stopgap in that process? Right. So um, the, the first thing is, you know, we look, we look at everybody uh, on an individual basis. I and mean, we don't try to swallow the pill of, like, let's just solve homelessness for 7,000 people. Um, we have interactions with clients every day, and we just look at that interaction as a standalone, like, let's just put everything we can into this one interaction. And we probably can't get this person housing today, but we can bring a little bit more uh, of a feeling of home out to the street. Do you have resources like housing or food for these people? Or? So, uh, food, we, we try to bring food out for people. We just got a bunch of clothing and, and uh, bedding donated so we could bring blankets out. Uh, we call these icebreakers, right? These mm-hmm. are things that kind of give us initial fixations to interact with people and that builds trust and, and starts a relationship. So now that you have a facility on Eddy Street, can folks come by with donations? People can come by with donations. Um, the door's locked, um, usually during the day. That may change eventually, but uh, they should text the crisis number uh, if they want to drop stuff off. 415 881 8278. 8878. 888 8278. There you go. 415 yeah. area code right here in San Francisco. Um, uh, we will. I, I'm just impressed with, with the, this program in general. I mean, it's amazing. You know, so many times people, people don't realize that when when you call 911 about a uh, an issue that ultimately becomes a, a, a mental health issue, um, the people that respond to those 911 calls are not trained to deal with with um, true mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they're trained to deal with 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 crime issues. Mm. Right. So they're and, seeing and things so they, through the they, eye. Different they eye look at things lens. from a standpoint of what's the safety of the community. This person is is. You know, holding a knife. This person is, is, you know, is is screaming and yelling. This person is, and and their and their their first concern is for the safety of the community. And uh, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of a lot of police officers don't take that step back, uh, which is hard to do when you're trained to deal in a situation where. You know, there's gunfire. Most people run. We run to it. Mm, right. You know, you know, that's not a natural instinct. Mm. That's not a nat- natural instinct for when you hear gunfire right. to run to the gunfire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a completely different mindset, and 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 so many people are very critical of pol- of of the law enforcement, especially um, right now in this city and, and, and anywhere, any all over the United States, but. Um, but it's it's really a, a matter of of retraining and 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 also t- 
developing the resources that we have so that things like crisis can it can evolve and become something so that when somebody has a mental health it's crisis, an opportunity they, it's an opportunity for you to be no. called in and and to intervene instead of that law enforcement element being involved in it. So, you know, you work in law enforcement. So looking down the road into the future, do you see a partnership with concern? Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Same thing with uh, this. The same thing, as far as I'm concerned, is with, like, detox centers. Hmm. Um, you know, places set up as, as detox centers for people that are are you know, have a substance abuse, substance abuse yeah. issue, rather than incarcerating those people, we should be, we should be sending those people to some kind of treatment center that allows them to, and not everybody is going to be helped by that, but there are a certain amount of people that we could, we could help with that kind of program. And at least in its attempts. And, and, mm -hmm. and it's not in a custody setting. Right. right. We exactly. have treatment program programs like that in custody. Right. Mm -hmm. But the effectiveness of them in custody is so insignificant compared to right. out of custody. Right. I mean, I think the cons outweigh the pros. I, and if, yeah. I think that you've just touched upon the key element is how to separate being incarcerated with helping people, you know, with mental illness. Right not to get into the system level. Right. right, and I see your point that it's not gonna help everyone, and some people do need the slap in the face of, mm -hmm. of jail, but when you look at the amount of money saved by opening a detox center, right. and now that's right. not maybe not good for like the sheriff's department, I don't know if it would be directly correlated to- You know, honestly, honestly, I would like nothing more than for, for my job to be eliminated at some point in time. Mm. Wow. I mean, and, and, and I'm, I'm saying that from a, a, a from a from a standpoint of being a citizen of the United mm. States. I, I would like nothing more in this world I, for my job to be eliminated in this country. I just hit a woman out front. Uh, I will be right back after this. Right. Let's take we'll a short right musical break. There's some drama. <laughs> Oh, did you like the ride? You call my name again. No, it's not. 
All right, we're back uh, live, House Pride Radio. The irony of playing 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters with the reality of what's going on in Street Pearl. Right, girl. We got some live drama right it's in real the mission. Out here, thank goodness, Miss Woo Woo is here. Uh, they're all out there now. Our guests left because they're all involved in crisis management to oh, some extent. I think they're coming back now. Uh, yeah, we had a little incident out on the street where a guy hit a woman. Uh, kind of like a relationship issue going on, and our fabulous guest. Woo Monroe, Sam. Woo and all of them save the day. Hopefully. And yes. Here, and they're coming back. back. But we want to get we want to say hi to Intensive Care. Hello. Hi there. Sabo, thank you for coming in and I love you. holding thank you. the seat. Love you too, honey. It's not an Let the real heroes sit down here, people. Come on now. There's room for everyone in House of Pride Radio. And and we've got to actually wrap it up in in like three or four minutes. Yep. Okay. 